Hello and welcome to Independence, the FIC podcast where you'll hear teaching and resources for church leaders. It's all to help independent churches work together to reach Britain for Christ. My name is Rachel Sloan and I'm the Women's Ministry Coordinator and I'm joined today by Kath Heath and Eleanor McGowan. As we begin today, I wonder if I could just ask you to introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about what you do. So, Kath. Hi, yeah, really nice to see you. Um, I am Catherine. Um, I am the women's worker at St. Neots Evangelical Church and I have been a member of the church for 16 years um, and a women's worker for the last eight years. And Eleanor? Yes, um, so I work alongside Rachel here as Women's Ministry Coordinator at FIEC and I'm a ministry wife. I'm married to David and he is a pastor at Cary Baptist Church in Reading. And um, yeah, so that's that's what I'm doing at the moment. Great. Um, so we have two different um, ministry roles. I wonder if you could tell us how you got into ministry. Kath, could you maybe tell us your journey first? Yeah, I will probably tell you the shortened version, <laughs> otherwise it will take up a long time. But um, yeah, I worked um, in the NHS when I first came to the church. Um, and kind of over the years, increasingly, I got more and more involved in women's ministry. I started doing helping with summer camps. Um, and I just had great opportunities, I think, to just get alongside some of the younger women, um, got involved in teaching the Bible in some of our ladies' Bible study groups um, and youth stuff. And I, I just really enjoyed it. And I think the church was just great at, at kind of investing and seeing there was a little bit of an interest there. So um, they started sending me on some training courses. Um, I had some visits where I went abroad to visit some of our mission partners and spent time with some of the women who were serving there. And I think there was just a growing real desire to explore full-time ministry. Um, but at the time there was there was no role. And so they asked if I'd be interested in doing um, the apprenticeship and being an apprentice. So I think I was officially the oldest apprentice in the UK at the time, but I gave up my job in the um, NHS and I did the year um, serving in the church as the apprentice with a particular focus on working amongst the women. And that just developed after that. And um, there was a role created as women's worker. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm really grateful to God and the church in the way they kind of helped and guided me through mm -hmm. that process. And, yeah, I've been doing the role for about eight years now. Excellent. And what about you, Eleanor? Well, a bit like Cass, I mean, the Lord led me step by step. Um, and I've done lots of different things in life. Um, but none of it is wasted. And mm. um, so the Lord has sort of used those different experiences to lead mm. me into ministry. Um, I think the only ministry role that I actually applied for was when I applied to work with UCCF back in 91 as a staff worker and um, been married for a year. So I was the first um, woman married, appointed as, wow. a, as a staff worker. Yeah, that's so amazing. that was like, you know, when you think of what happens in UCCF now, um, that's that's just great to have seen. Um, and then after that, I went back to secular work for a while, I worked um, in law for a little while and then had uh, our girls, um, two daughters. And then um, David and I were both seeking the Lord's will for ministry, really. And um, we'd lived overseas for a while. We thought maybe it would be serving in a closed country. He's an engineer. That mm. kind of opportunity might come up. Um, but the Lord led us both, well, David, very clearly into pastoral preaching ministry. Um, so I was a ministry wife. Um, but then after teaching English to speakers of other languages for quite a while, um, 
we moved back to Reading. Um, we we're at Carey Baptist Church, as I said. And um, then I began work with UFM Worldwide and was supporting women in mission, um, pastoral worker there. Um, and really the Lord brought together different strands of what I'd done, having lived overseas and just being involved in women's work and that pastoral side of really caring for women in mission. And then the opportunity came up to work with FIC. So the Lord led me here and um, it's a great privilege to work particularly with ministry wives. Yeah. It's really interesting just to see the different journeys. And I think that's quite a common feature for women in ministry, isn't it? The kind of different journeys that people take, the different steps and how God uses those. Yeah, bringing the different skills, isn't it? And uh, yeah. nothing's wasted, like you said. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And one of the other joys of the FIC is that all the different churches that come together. Mm-hmm. Um, you're in two different churches, two different parts of the country. I wonder if you could tell us just a little bit about the context that you're in and what your church is like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you want to go first? Yeah, um, so Sydney, it's, it's, it's a market town. Um, it's really growing. So there's lots of new housing developments. Um, there's a membership of just over 130 in our church and it's a real mix of people. So I think increasingly we have quite a lot of families, um, people with young children um, moving into the area. Um, but we have got um, a wide range of older members, which is great. People have been there for years. Um, we haven't really got students. We're not a student um, town, but we've got a, a slowly growing 20s sort of um, group as well. So, um, yeah, it, it's a real mix, um, but it's a slightly changing town, I would say, as well. Yeah. Well, we've had the experience of being in two different churches um, with David as pastor. The first one was Whitby Evangelical Church um, in North Yorkshire, which is an FIC church. well medium size probably and then um, we're now at Kerry Baptist Church in Reading which is a larger church Um, uh, Reading isn't actually a city um, but it feels like a city it's very multicultural and um, yeah so that's that's a great joy that we've got that reflected in our church too and um, yeah lots of young families and lots of different ministries going on we've got a a community uh, venue, so a pub that's next door to the church, which we bought back in well, about 12, 13 years ago that we use for outreach into the community. That's great, yeah. isn't it? So, yeah. and, and quite a needy community quite close to the church as well. So, yeah. yeah. How often do you use the kind of community, the pub? Yeah, so um, it's open um, at different points. Now we're able to open it again after things have mm, opened up, uh, after the restrictions. And um, we've got a community cafe on a Tuesday afternoon, our international um, Bridges English language teaching. We use it as a classroom on a Wednesday and Thursday morning. We have a community night on a Friday. Um, it's used for different ministries, but each ministry has to have a link with the local community. Um, and we also have various um, groups from the community like Barsha Women's mm. Energy and other, other groups like that. But we like to have a member from the church who's actually part of one of those groups while they're meeting. It's mm. a great idea yeah. to have that link mm. with the community and how the church as well, isn't mm. it? And build on that. Mm. It's been a great blessing. We sort of think it's like the living room of the church. Yeah. It's a great way of putting it. Yeah. 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 Great. Well, one of the things that we're thinking about um, today is women involved in ministry within the local church. I wonder if you could tell us what are women involved in in your church? What are the different ministries um, that they're doing as well? 
I think, um, I mean, I was thinking about it earlier and it's a real wide range. So there's loads of ministries. So I think, um, you know, evangelism, pastoral care, um, teaching the Bible in a number of contexts. So with um, with some of our youth and children, um, for the latest Bible study groups, Um, but there'll be women as well heading up different ministries, you know, our toddler group, our international work. and training involved in training as well so i think there's yeah i could go across the whole of the um the church in many ways and see so many ways that women are serving um i mean really apart from preaching the overall leadership um there are women involved in most of all the different ministries that we have um it's a it's a small church but i think there's a lot going on and i think we're really keen to encourage women to be involved in as many ministries as possible, really. I mean, similarly for us, really, um, and even on a Sunday morning, we make a real priority that women are involved yeah. in the Sunday service. Yeah. So by either reading the scriptures, doing the um, children's um, Bible bite, we call it, or, um, yeah, praying as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah similar so, to us, yeah. 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 And do you have ministries specific for women within your churches as well? has kind of seen that broad swathe of kind of different places that they can serve. Yeah, so um, we meet on a Tuesday morning. We have a, a intergenerational Bible study women's meeting on a Tuesday morning, which is a real joy. Um, book groups for women. Um, then um, also we have had in the past a group in the evening for working women. Too. Mm, that's great, yeah. 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 Yeah, we have, yeah, probably similar in that way. We have the daytime ladies, Bible study groups, um, Wednesday women and Thursday women. Um, and, you know, what I love about those groups as well is that kind of seeing the, the, the tightest two taking mm. place, the older and younger. And just, you know, it's fun to see those Bible study groups where you'll have children wandering around, you know, and older folk there with the children on their laps. You know, it's, it's just a lovely picture of seeing women um, encouraging, being taught together. Um, so that's been a real joy. But I think actually just the informal, the one-to-one stuff where there's, you know, women who are meeting up with other women in the week, whether it's in a coffee shop or a more formal setting, I think there are many ways that women are meeting that perhaps are not always seen, but are taking place kind of. Yeah, I was scenes. just going to say that, that I think a lot of it is unseen. Yeah. It? It's that um, older woman meeting up with a younger woman or helping them practically with childcare or just interacting um, in life together, you know, and responding to needs as well. So if there's a crisis in a family, if there are particular um, difficulties, then, you know, women really showing that mm. love of Christ by responding. And and then also the prayer that goes on for women, mm. um, by women, is, is really important. Mm. Um, and that identification and, you know, like you were saying, the Titus too of really being able to get alongside um, younger women and, and help them to grow and mature and um, in their faith and, mm. and live that out mm. in, in every area of life, in, in the home, in, in the workplace, is, uh, in the family, yeah, is, mm. is really important mm. and happens. Yeah, mm. well, it's really exciting to hear the kind of vibrant picture of ministry both among the women, but the women doing it to each other mm. and in a whole different range of um, contexts within the church. As you look back over your time at the church, has things changed? Has it always been like that? Um, 
have there been things that maybe you've done to kind of help develop the women's ministry within the church? Well, I hope so in some ways, but um, it's really hard, isn't it, to see things yourself. I'm really conscious there was lots going on when I joined the church. I'm, I'm really grateful for that. There was a women's ministry team that was really active, um, which was great. Um, I think, you know, we have really sought, I think, particularly as a women's ministry team to um, really look, I guess, at the wider vision of the church and really seeking to ask that question, you know, how is what we're doing supporting um, the wider vision of the church and not wanting it to be a women's ministry where we're kind of doing our own thing separately. Um, so I think it's helped a lot that I'm on the staff team that I am to liaise with Mike the pastor a lot um, and that we can kind of talk things through. Um, I think there's just been a bit more sort of you like joined up in terms of the women's ministry, perhaps feeding into the, um, sharing with the elders and the elders being involved as well. So I think that sort of helping it all to come under the banner of the whole vision of the church has been has been helpful, I think. But also, I, I don't know whether this comes into this question, but I think just, um, I think for me, recognizing as a women's um, worker that my role was not to be going around seeing every individual person, but that kind of equipping and that I wanted to see that one anothering taking place, which we've mm. talked about. Yeah. But I think I've really sought, and I think the team has just been praying that that will happen more and more. Mm. Um, that my role is not to be the one who's directly involved in everything, yeah. but is very much, you know, encouraging um, and helping others to be doing that one anothering. Yeah. yeah. So there's a kind of an equipping of the women in your church to do the ministry that kind of takes place. Yeah. And I guess you've seen that develop. Yeah, with the, the real of support years. of the yeah. leadership as well, which has been brilliant, really great. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's quite different because I'm not on staff. I'm ministry wife. Um, so in some ways, I feel as if I I am on the ministry. Well, we have a, a team of women um, who help run our Ladies at 10 group, but I actually take a step back um, and there are other ministry wives too. Mm. Um, so we really want to see um, gifted women and women who are showing those signs of being able to teach and train others, other women, that they're able to 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 come to the fore mm. and so I see my role as as being in the background in some ways mm. and um, yeah um, being a, an enabler of others um, and also not getting in the way mm -hmm. yeah yeah and there are so many isn't there just mm. gifted women and it, you know I think I look back and I think how they were great at sort of identifying you know, being able to invest in me and tell me about courses and things and training. I think it's lovely to be able to look around and particularly now as I get a bit of the older woman to be able to look around and think, oh yeah, you know, how do we encourage that person who's clearly really interested in serving and teaching the Bible? Yeah. And for, for older women in the church who mm. perhaps wouldn't have seen women's ministry as perhaps a, a thing really um, to to encourage them that they've got so much yes. to share so much wealth to share you know yeah. um, today there's a, a lady um, who's gone to be with the Lord and um, it's her funeral 72 years a member in our church and very quiet lady but her example of godliness mm. is, is mm. something that we treasure and, mm. uh, yeah and, and encouraging older women um, I am an older woman now, but, you know, encouraging those who are older than me to see what they've got to, to yeah, pass absolutely. on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah, 
Are there certain things that you've both found helpful in terms of training the women or encouraging the older women to get involved? Because like you said, for mm. some of them, maybe what you're doing now as a church isn't quite what they've seen in the past. So have you, how have you helped them, I guess, get on board with the vision and do things? Um, I think for me, I think one of the things is um, enabling or perhaps finding opportunities to share testimonies mm. and mm. things. I yeah. think... For many of them, I think who I've spoken to, you know, they were so well, you know, I don't think I've got anything to share. But you, you get them up front and they share how God has been at work in their yeah, lives over the yeah. years and the things they've been through. And it is, it's your goal. It's it? been so yeah. helpful to so many people. Um, and so I think for me, it's been great when we've done perhaps some brunches or mornings where we've just said actually just come up and do five minutes where you just share with us mm. something about how God has been at work in your life or something that's encouraged you and it has been such a blessing mm. to others as well I don't know if you found yes yeah, yeah I would say hearing hearing the testimonies of how they yeah. proved the Lord through through difficulties and also hearing them pray to mm. you know for women to get together and to be able to pray together or or in our life groups too encouraging uh, women to share so it doesn't have to happen within the context of just of a woman's meeting yeah, you know, it's, yeah. it's integrated right across mm. the life of the church um yeah that's yeah but but i think giving them confidence absolutely yeah. drawing them out yeah. 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 yeah yeah asking questions so if they're quiet then saying well what do you think yeah. about this in yeah. a study and yeah. yeah it's like helping them see the power of a life lived mm. well and going well actually you've got to this stage of mm. your christian life and you're still going with the lord and because of that you have something yeah. to share with those absolutely. who are behind you isn't it yeah absolutely i think going and listening and asking questions you glean so much mm. and yeah yeah and I guess that sounds like one of the joys that there is in being involved in women's ministry in, the, in our churches. Are there any other um, joys or challenges um, that you've reflected on um, in your women's ministry? Yeah, I mean, I think one of the joys for us is having women from other cultures mm. and other um, yeah, countries come into our church. Um, that happens through the international work. Um, seeing them come to faith is, is, is wonderful. Mm. Um, yeah, but actually finding out more about their situation and how they've lived the gospel out in their own culture um, is enriching and it challenges us, you know, to think through what is um, biblical and what is just culture. Mm. Yeah, mm. that's, that's, that's been a yeah. real joy, a real joy. Yeah. And welcoming them too, you know. I think, um, Kathy, you were saying you spent time of overseas visiting mm. um, missionaries and I think when you've lived in another culture you know something of what it's like to be um, a stranger yeah. and so to welcome those who've come from other countries um, and women mm. especially and befriend them has been mm -hmm. a real joy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah I think probably similar similar for me I think um, I think I've really enjoyed them mentioned earlier but just hearing stories of how women have encouraged others I think I think I recently you know really was aware over lockdown when people weren't able to physically see each other just some of the stories I heard of people you know sending verses to each other praying over the phone yeah, just absolutely. really seeking to um, build each other up and help each other to keep going. And I think it was just lovely to hear. And it was interesting a number of times people might say to me, oh, thank you, Catherine, for sending that. And I was like, well, it wasn't me, you know, there's, <laughs> there's all this going on in the church family, which is just such, it was such an encouragement to see and hear that women are doing this for each other, that real desire 
to help each other live for Jesus day by day. Mm. That was just, that was wonderful. So I think that's been a real joy. And I think looking back over times we were able to meet with a number of us, actually just things like Ladies Way Days and stuff was just, again, really lovely to bring women together, um, to sit under God's word, to be taught together and have time together just to discuss and pray with each other. That's just been, yeah, real joys over the years. Mm. Yeah. And what about the challenges? Well, we live in a world of suffering, don't we? And we live in a world of um, difficulty. And so it is hard when you see women mm. going through really difficult times. And um, yeah, just knowing that the Lord will be sufficient for them. But yeah, we weep with those who weep, don't we? And, um, that is a challenge and there's a lot of brokenness and there's a lot of um, struggle, isn't there, for, yeah. for women in our in our church family. And so yeah. that's that's tough. That's tough. Yeah. yeah. And there's a, a rightness, isn't that just that sadness mm -hmm. of it? Um, and yeah, it, it does. It weighs. Mm -hmm. It can weigh yeah. heavily. Um, and I guess knowing your role in how to support and help them in that yeah. suffering, isn't it, as well? Yeah. And I think, you know, I think that's exactly it. It's knowing your role. I think when I started the role, I felt I needed to, you know, that sort of wanted to fix, wanting to be yeah. the one to make it better. And I think that was a real learning curve for me, I think. I think I depend on God far more now than I ever used to because yeah. I'm just aware of my weakness in these situations. Yeah. and feeling unable to help but you know we can point to the one who is strong our Lord Jesus and I think that's been just a good lesson for me to learn but I think it is a hard part of the role isn't it, it is. and I think it really throws you back yeah. on your own what was the Lord and mm -hmm. your own knowledge of um, the promises in his word and the hope that is before us and you know we've got to hold on to those things and it also it's the Lord who's sufficient, isn't mm. it? And so we're pointing, as you say, or even just praying that the Lord will meet with these women in their, mm. in their difficulties and um, be enough for them as he promises. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. As you look back over your time um, as a pastor's wife in different ministry roles, um, in your church context, are there things that you wish that you'd learned sooner? <laughs> easy to say in hindsight isn't it or kind of had put in place either by the leadership or the elders within your church that helps both equip the women or just in your role um i don't i don't know actually if there's things that i wish had been in place i think i do wonder though whether i recognize the importance of them if that makes sense so i think things like dealing with expectations mm -hmm. of the role i think um the importance of it being communicated to the church well in terms yeah. of what the role is and what it involves and, you know, that you can't be there for every single situation. Mm. Um, so I think um, the expectations, but also the expectations I put on myself, I think at the beginning, I wish I had perhaps grasped that a bit more in terms of, yeah, I think I was quite hard on myself at the beginning. Um, so I think expectations is one, but also just the the need for support as well. Yeah. I, I just yeah. think there's always a danger, isn't it, when you start a new role of wanting to show you can do something. I think I've just 
had to be humbled and be that humble learner yeah. and recognize I'm part of a team, I'm part of a church family and, and I need that support as well. So I think, you know, for me, the staff team, the elders, the women's ministry team and just friends within the church have been so important to me. I don't know whether I recognize that right at the beginning, how important that that would be, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's a difficult one, isn't it? I think we're always learning. Um, mm. I'd agree with Kath about expectations, um, particularly as a ministry wife, um, that actually it doesn't have to be done in one particular way. You know, we're, there have been times when I've worked in secular work, there have been times when I haven't, and um, capacity and gifting and being able to be yourself, but always wanting to grow as well as a mm. Christian, you know, always wanting to... Um, and also, yeah, as a ministry wife, um, what are my priorities? You know, it's mm-hmm. the Lord first, isn't it? And then, you know, being able to support David and care for family. Um, yeah, you can't do it all. I think you've got to accept that. Yeah, um, yeah. That is a challenge sometimes. You know, sometimes I would walk out the door and think, Lord, I, I can't, but you can. You yeah, know? absolutely. Um, that's... Yeah. And we've got to have, I've got, you know, I've got to have that perspective on things mm. because otherwise it's too much, isn't it? Yeah. It's something we all need to yeah. learn in ministry, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And that's why, you know, I think over the years, things like, you know, Thrive for me has mm. been, has been so important because it really has been that opportunity to not only learn from those who've gone before you. So hopefully you learn a bit quicker because there's people who can share those things share with you, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, but just coming together with people who are in the same situation, being able to talk about those things and pray with each other. Again, I thought it was a, a great thing to do at the beginning. Now, I, you know, I really see how it's it's a really important part of my year to come together and have that support and encouragement. Yeah. So Thrive is our... Um, yeah, sorry. Retreat, <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, the retreat that FIC put on for women's workers, and we have a similar one for ministry wives. And yeah. um, our, our women's worker comes to thrive too. Mm. And I know that she really values the friendship with yeah. you, Kath, and, um, and others there. And we've got the same for ministry wives, and we're really wanting to uh, develop networks for ministry wives, um, fellowship um, opportunities. Um, it's been great to see that grow because actually we need it. We need mm. each other, don't we? We yeah. need um, to know that we can share those burdens and um, yeah, have that fellowship and that support. Mm. We're spurred on then, aren't we? And we're lifted up when we're, when we're cast down. Yeah. We can do the same for somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, that's yeah. great to hear yeah. about Thrive. Yeah, yeah no, a little plug there. No, I love it. Thrive will be yeah. back in person next year, good, God willing. Good, good. In, in person, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. One last thing as we come to, towards the end. We've both kind of mentioned um, training within our churches. How can churches be intentional, I guess, in training women um, and encouraging and equipping them into ministry? Mm-hmm. I mean, I suppose... Um, you know, making people aware of what is available because there are things that are available outside our church which are locally has been really helpful. So I think, you know, on the simple basis of just making me people aware of what's available. I think for me, it's also been kind of listening and recognizing the context I'm in because a, a lot of um, our women, you know, perhaps they've got young families or they've just got 
busy lives and it's mm. what does training look like if you're in yeah. that context so I think just being able to think flexibly about how we yeah, do absolutely. training so for example in our church we have started the last couple of years a leadership training course where we invite um, 12 people normally six men six women to come along and once a month we come together and we are working through one Timothy and then we'll look at a book on leadership and Mike and I run it and it's just you know, it's only once a month, so it's not too much. Yeah. And it's me- enabled a lot of um, our young people with younger families to come um, really and a wide helpful. range of people. Yeah. So I think it's that combination, isn't it, of things that are available externally to people, but also, you know, what can we do in our church, in our context mm-hmm. to train people? And I think, like you said, Eleanor, earlier, just looking out, isn't it, to see... Mm-hmm. Where are people gifted? Where are people showing that interest? And then and, pulling them in. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, and thinking who else in the church is doing that and who could I sort of, you know, that mentoring mm. thing as well, which is good. I don't know what you yeah, think. Yeah, I, I, I agree, Kath. And I think we always want to be passing the baton on, mm. don't we? Um, so um, in any ministry, whether that's um, Sunday school ministry, youth work, um, our international ministry, um, be thinking um, for the women who are serving there or heading mm. it up, yeah. um, who's going to who's going to take over for me? You know, mm, if the yeah. Lord wills, I might be here for another five years, but who's yeah. going to take over? Um, who's who's going to be the one that I'm handing mm. the baton on to? So, always have somebody beside you who's mm, yeah. um, who you're investing in, and um, yeah, talk to talk talking. Well, the the elders are always on the lookout for. Who is it who's gifted? Mm. Who is it who's showing those signs of um, spiritual vibrancy as well and, and an appetite for God's word um, and who could possibly teach and train others, give them a, an opportunity to start that mm. um, yeah, ministry trainee roles, um, mm. whether that's within our church or with uh, another church. Um, yeah, we've got student work, getting them involved in leading a Bible study. Um, so it happens within women's ministry, but it happens right across, across the, whole, the church, yeah, the whole church, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's just such a delight. I met with one woman this week for one-to-one, and um, we were talking about what her gifts might be. And she said if, a number of years ago, she would have said, I haven't got any, I haven't got any. And now she says she realizes that she has, and she's starting to think through what what opportunities there might be. Um, well, it's only the first time that we were meeting for one-to-one. So I said, well, I can think of some different ways, but we'll we'll, we'll talk about that <laughs> another time, you know. But when you've got a, a younger woman who's got an appetite, yeah. yes. that's, that's excellent. That's yeah. where to start. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. quite hard to see it yourself, isn't it? I think it's really hard to see perhaps where you have got any of those gifts or skills. So it's, it's really helpful, Helping isn't, other it? People see, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And just yeah. take the time to have that conversation. You yeah. never know where God might yeah. use that. That's right. And you started off, Kath, by saying about Bible teaching. And I think, um, yeah, encouraging our women that, you know, the Bible theology, actually engaging with God's word is for them. Yeah. Um, and that there are riches there mm. and how are they going to interact with that yeah. how are they going to so talk to them on that level yeah. you know after a sunday morning service or after a life group or as as a woman just get alongside them and and, and encourage them to dig deeper yeah. into god's yeah. word and then they'll want to do yeah. that with somebody else won't they then excellent they to, yeah yeah 
I think that's a, a great note to end on, encouraging our women to dig um, deeper into the God's word and encouraging them that they can do it. Mm. Um, so thank you so much um, for your time. Thank you for sharing with us. Um, and thanks for listening into Independence, the FIC podcast. For more resources for church leaders, you can subscribe to the podcast on your favourite podcast app or visit our website at fic.org.uk.